Right, breaking news. I am not one of these podcasters that is going to run through the matches move by move, tell you what's happened, but without giving their actual opinion. I'm not going to sidestep around what is going on. I'm not going to be like, well, and try and find the positives out of things. I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm here to give you my opinion. And guess what? That is exactly what I'm going to do. Hello and welcome to Neutral Wrestling, I'm your host Daniel. Today we have the pleasure of talking about yet another WWE Saudi Arabia show. I'm just feeling a bit depleted really. Um, Me and Danny were meant to be doing a show together today but Danny's got some uh, work issues so he didn't actually, he wasn't able to catch the show last night so it's handed over to me to have the pleasure of talking about this show last night. Uh, I don't even know where to start, to be honest with you. I mean, there's two two major subjects for me that I want to talk about that's really just bugged me, to be honest. This whole Natalia Lacey Evans match, this Rollins against Bray Wyatt match. As I say, I'm, f- I'm full of a cold, do you know what I mean? I'm about to go out to work and I thought, do you know what, I'm going to have to do this show. I'm not going to sit at work all day letting it fester on me, so here we go. Do you know what? Literally, I don't even know why I still watch these shows. Do you know what I mean? The newsworthy, whatever, the the fine shows. They're not fine. They're not. I don't even... What am I even talking about? These shows are not fine. So, do you know what? I'm going to start off by talking about this. Natalia versus Lacey Evans match. This progressive match for the ages it's progressive yeah the women the women are finally allowed to wrestle on a wwe show in saudi arabia whoop de fucking do do you know what i mean it's progressive it's a step forward no what it is it's a lot of shite it's 2019 i don't care what your laws are if you're paying wwe to come over and put on a big show for you yeah you put a WWE show on, which, guess what? In 2019, because it's not 1840, features women. So if you're not going to let the women on it, then don't have the show in the first place because this is not a male show anymore. But honestly, I'm, I'm just annoyed, really, because the show itself, yeah, the first hour and a half last night of the show, it was fine. We had the Mansour Cesaro match. I really enjoyed that match. They got me from not caring about the match. Yeah, to to want in the babyface to win, they did a great job in booking that match. And Cesaro, he's just one of the most reliable guys in the company. So I was actually feeling all right about the match. Even the tag team turmoil match, yeah, tag team turmoil matches are normally crap. It was fine. It was okay. Sure, we had that horrific Brock Lesnar Kane Velasquez match, but I don't know. I suppose we can get into that at another time. But I'm going to address the tweet that I put. The tweet that seems to be getting, well, Pinak. 206 likes, 28 retweets, God knows how many abusive comments towards me, and do you know what, <laughs> I've got thick skin, I re- really, if you're giving me abuse, people, I don't care, do you know what I mean, so I put the tweet up last night, as someone who is proud to have a daughter, yeah, that's me, I'm proud to have a daughter, please, at WWE, do not try and tell me that having women wrestle head to toe, yes, head to toe in clothing is progression. You have Otis dressed like this below, and below I have inserted a picture of Otis 
in basically next to nothing. And these women can't even expose an arm on the show. Disgusting. Right. And below I get a bunch of people and they're like, oh, it's progression, it's progression, there's women on the show. Seriously, behave yourself. I've got Paolo. Paolo, he's saying, bro, please don't fight, just find anything to complain about. This is huge steps and progress. No, it's not. Yeah, right? It's 2019, right? People are making out... I've just put another tweet up. People are making out as if this is some ground-breaking match. You're drinking the Stephanie McMahon and the Vince McMahon Kool-Aid. Because guess what? You've clearly not done your research. And anyone who knows this subject knows that women are frequent in Saudi Arabian sports. Yeah, they might not be like it is over here. But there's a female Saudi Arabian boxing champion. Yeah? A female Saudi Arabian boxing champion. There's a Saudi Arabian football women's team. A Saudi Arabian basketball women's team. And Stephanie McMahon wants to tell us that this is like some giant leap forward for mankind. That Natalia and Lacey Evans are having a match on a show dressed from head to toe. I mean, look at Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans' gimmick, she barely wears next to nothing, yeah? But because we're in Saudi Arabia, she's got to wear pants. She's got to wear this stupid Power Rangers outfit, yeah? It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And you people that are calling this progression, you're as big a part of the problem as anyone. You will literally take anything that the McMahons and WWE give you and just be like, oh, this is great. This is great. Honestly, I, I don't even know what is up with people, right? People are talking about the progression behind this match. Is progression women having bottles thrown at them on the way to the way to the match? Is that progression women getting bottles thrown at them on their way to the ring? But we're supposed to be happy about this momentous moment. Wake up. This is a disgrace. I would people would be like, oh, you'd sooner than not be a match on the show, would you? Yeah, I'd sooner than not be on the match on the show because it's a slap in my face as a father, as a daughter in 2019 who has to watch this absolute bollocks. That's what we call it in England. We call it bollocks because it is bollocks. Uh, seriously, it really, really annoyed me. I was actually enjoying the show last night until this. And I just don't understand how people are calling this progression. These are the same people that are like, there'll be a joke on Twitter and people are like, oh, he's sexist to someone. Oh, he's whatever. This, that, everyone has a label for being an ism against someone in 2019. But it's okay for this Saudi Arabian show to force women to have to cover up their arms, their shoulders, their legs. And it's acceptable. It's progression. Give me a break. It's not progression. And it completely took me out of the entire show. And the fact that there's not more of a big deal about these bottles being thrown. Imagine if in an American show, yeah, someone threw a bottle at, say, I don't know. They threw a bottle at a certain colour of race. At a, at, they threw a bottle at someone because of the people they want to be, the type of people they want to be in relationships with. There will be an uproar. But because Stephanie McMahon has told us that we're all supposed to be so happy that WWE have achieved this momentous thing of letting women wrestle on a wrestling show in 2019. Let that sink into your head. You're celebrating the fact that women are allowed to wrestle on the same show as men in 2019. Have a word with yourselves. Seriously, have a word with yourselves. And I'm sat here getting loads of abuse on Twitter for sticking up for it. Apparently... It, what a bad take I've got. Well, I'm sorry. 
I'd sooner have this take than be like this. I've got some of the people that some people do agree. Some people, the crowd's faces are priceless. Someone else, it's the rules of Saudi Arabia. Skin equals death. Seriously, it's just. And then to this guy, this was a huge moment to have a women's match in the country. It was an amazing moment. Understand, when you're in another country, sometimes you have to observe the cultural dress as a guest to that country. Come on, mate, have a word with yourself. It's 2019. I don't care. It's not cultural, not allowing women to have the same rights as men. It's bloody ridiculous. It's It's called the laws, someone else said. I've replied, no, it's being called sexist, actually. That's what it is. It's sexist. It's ridiculous. But change has to start somewhere, someone else has said. Change. There's no change in this. As we saw, there's bottles getting thrown. Bottles are getting thrown at the wrestlers on the way to the ring. So, yeah, so I don't really have much more to say than that. I've, I feel like I've released some of the anger that I had last night as I'm watching everyone try and pander to WWE saying this is such a progressive moment. Have a word with yourselves. Seriously, have a word with yourselves. Right. So the other thing I wanted to talk about while I battle through this cold, yeah, it's November in England. It's freezing outside. And guess what? I work outside. So yeah, the main event, uh, and I'm going to have to rant again. And I really, really, with my throat like this, I really don't want to have to rant. But this, it's Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt last night, right? It's the rematch from that classic at Hell in a Cell. And I, yeah, Bray Wyatt winning made sense, right? But the show itself last night was a bad show. There's no getting away from it. You had the Brock Lesnar-Cain-Velasquez match, which is one of the most hyped matches on the show. I'd probably give it a star, and that's being generous. The Tyson Fury match, yeah. As someone from the UK, it was great to have Tyson Fury on the show. But it, it wasn't great, was it? He did a good job, to be fair to him, for his lack of training. But... It wasn't great, yeah? So we've had two big matches, two pretty bad matches, let's be honest. Team Hogan versus Team Flair was fine. I had a visit from my daughter. We like a trick-or-treat on the door during this Team Hogan-Team Flair match, so I only saw the last half of it, and it looked good. Roman Reigns, no matter what people say about him, the guy's a superstar, and I'm glad that he's sort of building himself back up after what happened last year. Um, obviously, I've said the Mansour-Cesaro match. That was really good as well. I really enjoyed that match. Probably possibly even one of my favourite WWE pay-per-view matches this year. It was really good. Really good match. Um, they booked it well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Maybe they watched the Britt Baker match from Pittsburgh and thought, well, maybe that's how you book a babyface in his hometown. It's a shame that they can't do it more often. Um, but hopefully they saw how much it worked and Mansour, I don't know how much this will uh, transfer over to the US audience but he did a good job of making himself look a superstar to the fans in Saudi Arabia but yeah this. so I've run through the show, it wasn't great and then we get this main event this main event, it's terrible it, right, you're all celebrating the fiend Bray Wyatt winning this universal title I'm a fan of Bray Wyatt right I prefer, maybe prefer his last gimmick to this one. I do think it's a bit overrated. I prefer the Firefly fire, fire Funhouse aspect of it more than, say, Bray Wyatt walking around in a white mask, because that's what it is. But I just don't understand. It's like Twitter is sort of rejoicing. Yes, we finally did it. Bray Wyatt is the universal champion. And it's like, at this point, what are you actually celebrating? What is there to celebrate about Bray Wyatt winning the title? We'll look at Kofi Kingston. He won the title, the WWE title at WrestleMania. We all celebrated. What happened? 
he got a pretty mediocre reign. Yeah, it lasted long and he just got squashed by Brock Lesnar and now he's back in the tag team division. At this point, I don't understand what people are actually celebrating. I think they're just that used to celebrate. Back in the day, yeah, when Eddie Guerrero won at No Way Out 2004, that was worth celebrating, yeah? That was excellent. You've had other moments. You've had Chris Jericho when we thought he beat Triple H in 2000 on Raw. That was worth celebrating. There's other ones. There's He Who Shall Not Be Named um, winning the title at WrestleMania 20. That was worth celebrating, maybe not looking back, but do you know what I mean? That was a great moment that led to something, yeah? This, in 2019, what, what do the WWE and Universal titles actually mean? What do they mean? They mean nothing, yeah? Well, look at Bray Wyatt's first reign. What did he do? He, he won the title, yeah, at Elimination Chamber in 2017, yeah? That was purely just to get a little bit of a feud going with Randy Orton so we could lose the belt at WrestleMania to Randy Orton. I see Bray Wyatt being a transitional champion. So when I'm sat there last night watching this awful pay-per-view, and I'm sat there and I thought, oh, Seth Rollins wins. There's going to be an absolute uproar on Twitter of people just complaining and slamming this pay-per-view. And if Bray Wyatt wins, they're all going to be like, yay, WWE's great. And I thought, I'm not for that. Like, I put up on Twitter now, like, WWE fans that I need to accept are not, they're not wrestling fans. I consider myself a WWE fan, but I'm also a wrestling fan. But there is a big chunk of you out there that are just WWE fans, that are moment fans. You're not interested in a good wrestling match. You're interested in the moment. You want Stone Cold to return and give a meaningless stunner to someone on Raw and squash that guy's momentum. You want a return in the Royal Rumble. Oh, that Royal Rumble was terrible because Scotty Too Hot, he didn't return and do the worm, whatever. Yeah, a lot of WWE fans are all about the moment and I struggle to accept that. I just find it bizarre. It's bizarre to me that you can judge... You've sat there for four hours and watched a terrible pay-per-view. A terrible... It, it, a very bad pay-per-view. But, because of three seconds at the end of it, you're then changing what you thought of that pay-per-view. That determines everything. WWE is not a sports team. It's not your local, for me, a local football team where the, you've played really bad. It's been an awful game, but you've grinded out that 1-0 win in the last minute and you're delighted. It's a WWE show. It's a show. A show. If I went to go and see a show, I don't know, I don't really go, like, to see shows, but if I went to go and see a live show at the theatre, right, and it was awful for 119 minutes, then the last minute, we had a good moment. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, what a great show, well done, I'm going to go and see that again, I'm going to recommend that to my friends. So, I just find it bewildering. I mean... I use, breaking news, I use Grapple, and my star ratings, yes, I use star ratings, get over it, right? The, my star ratings for the main events are one star, two star, a couple of three stars, the rest of them are rubbish, this is like, I just don't, what are you even watching? I don't understand why anyone, yeah, you WWE fans, yeah, yeah, you're all about these moments, but why would you invest in a four-hour wrestling show if you're not bothered if the wrestling's good? I find it's alien to me, but I've seen it on Twitter, I'm on Twitter this morning, and it's like the morning after the night before where the great, it's like, it's like your football team just won the World Cup, or your baseball team won the World Series, all these WWE fans are that big fat guy running across the front doing the dive at the, at the baseball game last night, and it's just, it is bewildering to me. Um, it's like a guy's just commented and said, now that Bray won Crown Jewel is a great pay-per-view, if he lost it would have been a garbage pay-per-view. I really don't get it. 
Join the club, mate. That is exactly how I feel, Alfie. It's just... I don't know what... Let, right, yeah. You like Bray Wyatt. Fair enough. You're a fan of Bray Wyatt, right? I Seth Rollins has been very annoying these last few months. Very annoying, right? But a part of me, and sooner I have Seth Rollins as champion, delivering good matches, decent to good matches, yeah? Then Bray Wyatt being champion, us having that stupid red light over the ring and having 12 finisher kickouts each match. Give me a good Seth Rollins match over a Bray Wyatt horrible finisher kickout fest. That I don't want that with that stupid red light. Oh my god, that red light. They need to get rid of that red light. But for me, the red light, the whole finisher kickout stuff, that just oozes the Bray Wyatt character, this fiend character that everyone seems to love. Do you all love the red light? Do you all love 25 finisher kickouts? The curb stomp's dead. It's dead. It's gone. The stomp's gone. That's it. It'll never get over again. Never ever will that move get over again. Purely because of how it's booked in these Bray Wyatt matches. Yeah, I get it. It's not Bray Wyatt's fault. It's the booking's fault. But for me, I don't want to see a Bray Wyatt match. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll have that Firefly Funhouse segment. Yeah, Bray's great on the mic, let's be honest. Bray Wyatt is fantastic on the mic. I loved his character two, three years ago. YouTube is Miss Teacher Lady promo. Excellent promo. But this Bray Wyatt, yeah, he's got a nice, he's got a nice theme song. Yeah, I like his theme music. Yeah, he's got a nice two-minute backstage segment he can have. What else can he have? Can't have good wrestling matches. He ruins people's finishes. We have that annoying red light during his matches. But, hey, let's celebrate him being champion. Let's celebrate having more Bray Wyatt main events. I just... I don't know. I mean, I actually... I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm like, Mainly, I'm going for all the other shows that week. But it's not like I hate WWE. We are neutral wrestling after all, as someone kindly pointed out. Why don't you change your name? You're not neutral. We're neutral, my friend. I have nothing against WWE. It's the things that WWE do that I'm against at times. Do you know what I mean? I want WWE to be good. Look at AEW. Look at NXT. They're both very good. On this Friday morning, normally, I'd be recording WWE versus AEW now. The NXT AEW shows, I'd be reviewing lots of positives. And instead, I'm sat here talking about this debacle from last night. This fantastic moment as Bray Wyatt accomplishes all our dreams and becomes the universal champion and we are have this progressive moment with Natalia and Lacey as they get bottled on the way to the ring. It's just, wobble. I'll give your heads a wobble, seriously, if that's what you're into, you're celebrating this momentous Bray Wyatt moment, you're celebrating Lacey Evans and Natalia getting bottled on the way to the ring while they're dressed as two Power Rangers, give your head a wobble. And that's it, that, do you know what I mean? You don't want to hear me ramble on for a lot longer, but I'm getting abuse on Twitter for some of these tweets. I don't give a shit. Do you know what I mean? It don't bother me. But that is my opinion on this stuff. It is a lot of bollocks, basically. Do you know what I mean? People, I just feel like you just... Stephanie McMahon and WWE tell you something and you believe it. I thought we were sort of out of that stage of the game, but we're clearly not. Anyway, I'll be back to talk about something good. The AEW, good shows. Yeah, the NXT show. I'll be back to talk about that on WWE versus AEW. That show will be delayed and be up hopefully tomorrow. Talking about week five of the Wednesday Night Wars. Finally, some positive. Um, hopefully, I don't have to talk about a terrible WWE pay-per-view anytime soon. I'm just glad that... Do you know what? I'm going to watch SmackDown this weekend. And I'm just going to be glad that we're not in Saudi Arabia getting all this propaganda bollocks. Because that's what it is. 
Um, so yeah, that's it. Saudi Mania 4, as we saw that crowd in the, the sign in the crowd. Saudi Mania. It was the fourth installment of Saudi Mania. And well, what a great show. We got progression. We got a great moment as Bray Wyatt wins the Universal title. What more could we want? Anyway, subscribe to the podcast, Apple, Podbean, Spotify. Follow us on Twitter, at Neutral Res. Look out for our WWE versus AEW series. Danny, hopefully you're back next week and you can sort of rein me in, as I'm sure, yeah, I probably wouldn't have gone off on one as much as I have, but I'm not one of these podcasts, yeah. Right, breaking news. I am not one of these podcasters that is going to run through the matches move by move, tell you what's happened, but without giving their actual opinion. I'm not going to sidestep around what is going on. I'm not going to be like, well, and try and find the positives out of things. I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm here to give you my opinion. And guess what? That is exactly what I'm going to do. Right, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I've not enjoyed recording it. I'm off to work. I'm Daniel. This is Neutral Wrestling. See you later.